What's up, listeners? Welcome to another episode of That's My Jam. I'm your host, Tammy, hoping that everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving slash Turkey Day slash Ayo Colonizers. We still ain't forgot what y'all did to the First Peoples Day. <laughs> oh, yeah, we will never forget that. All right. But hey, we still gonna go down to our family places, eat the food, but we still ain't forgot shit. So just gonna let y'all know that. <laughs> but anyways, I'm praying that, you know, none of y'all had too much family drama and everybody ate well and walked away with multiple plates. I had a great Thanksgiving with my family, but I will admit that air mattress I used was not forgiving on my back, y'all. I'm still sore, okay? I took a bit of a hiatus, but I'm back with some fun content gearing up for the end of the year. Can y'all believe that it's almost the end of 2022? Lord, has it been an eventful year, but we'll talk about that in another episode. This week, we're going to deviate from the usual content. I want to just keep things interesting on the show. And luckily, Spotify gave me a really good idea in the form of their yearly campaign, Spotify Wrapped. Spotify Wrapped gives their listeners like a summary of everything they've listened to over the year and kind of puts all the info into a cute little slideshow. That's really all it is. They've been doing it since 2017, and it always comes out in, like, early December. This year, it came out, like, literally, uh, see, yesterday was November 30th as of this recording. And it's always something that I just look forward to. Basically, everybody goes crazy posting the results on social media platforms just to kind of show off. Uh, Spotify will also provide a playlist at the end of the slideshow, which I do love. And basically, that's what I'm doing this week. You're welcome. So let's get into it. But first, I want to introduce a new segment to the show called Song of the Week or Weekly Bops. I haven't quite decided yet. Basically, I'll just talk about whatever songs got me in a chokehold every week. And this week's song goes to 100% Love by Crystal Waters. When I tell y'all I love me some damn Crystal Waters, I mean that shit. I heard this song so many times over the years, but um, did not know it was by her. This week, I've been watching a series on Netflix called AJ and the Queen starring RuPaul and heard the song in one of the episodes. By the way, little side note, did y'all know that RuPaul was a lead singer in his own punk group before he started doing drag? Oh yeah, he has a long history of doing music and it's no different with the soundtrack for the show AJ and the Queen. Anyways, Crystal Waters is best known for her hit song, Gypsy Woman, a.k.a. She's Homeless. But if you do a little more digging, Homegirl got some sensational bops that people seemingly look over. And 100% Love is just such a groove. It's got a mix of house, dance, and pop. And it's mainly just chorus, but damn. If you aren't shaking your ass by the end of it, then you gotta be dead inside. But that's just my opinion. The song is basically her just saying she's gonna give her all into the one she loves. That's it. That's all. <laughs> and this song will make you feel like a bad bitch walking down the runway in 10 inch heels, y'all. It will literally have you walking different. I just love it. So check it out. Tell me what y'all think. And you know where to find me. All right. 
So let's move on to the um, today's main topic. This week, I'm discussing my results from my Spotify Wrapped. Of course, I will be per- I will be posting the results on my social media sites. Um, for anybody that does follow me and know me personally, I have not created official pages for this podcast yet. I just don't have time to watch over all of that. So it's on my personal pages, okay? Starting with my top five genres out of the 57 that Spotify reported me listening to this year, um, my top five was rap, indie soul, disco, alternative R&B, and rock. Not gonna lie, I was a bit shocked by the indie soul and alternative R&B results because it showed sort of a shift that's been happening for a while in my music tastes. These tend to be the genres that make me feel very calm and uplifts my spirits whenever I just kind of need a sort of palate cleanser for, you know, my musical plate. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Rock is usually always last on the list, so I wasn't really surprised by that. Rock is just a genre that I have to be in the mood for. I can't just, you know, pop it and pop it on and just listen to it on a daily Rap and disco are my main genres, which is no surprise to me, but it's interesting that it did take a backseat to indie soul this year. With rap music, I definitely have been exploring with new artists, especially in the alternative hip-hop scene with like Tia Corinne and Joey Valance and Bray. And then in the indie soul category, it was like Cleo Soul and Joyce Rice. I will, I'm definitely, I'm happy with the results for my top genres and I hope to to continue to just really explore around with my taste and kind of see if I can beat my own high score or whatever. (laughs) According to Spotify, my listening time was 53,793 minutes, which was more than 93% of listeners in the U.S., And I wish I had my results from last year to kind of compare the numbers to. I looked everywhere, but I guess for whatever reason, I just didn't post my Spotify rap last year, which is kind of weird. What I can say is compared to my results from 2019, which was a little over 23,000 minutes. And in 2020, it was around that same amount. I do believe there was a significant spike this year due to the fact that my job started allowing us to wear headphones during work. Uh, Not only do I believe it boosted workplace morale, but it personally allowed me all the time to just explore around with new albums, podcasts, and playlists to just sort of seek out new artists. So, you know, thank you, Spotify, for keeping me sane at my nine to five job, okay? This year, I listened to over 4,000 songs, with my top five songs being number one, Han John Edit by Peggy Go. At number two was Lotto by Tia Corinne. Number three was Mercury by Emma Jean Thackeray. Number four was Starry Night, the edit by Peggy Go again. And at number five was Midnight Sun, Ramsoy X Hall Walker by Zoitland. I would say these surprised me a bit due to the fact that Peggy Go came up twice and Mercury by Emma Jean 
Watson, excuse me, <laughs> Imogene Watson, what? By Imogene Thackeray took a backseat to Lotto by Tia Corinne. However, I will say that Lotto did have me in a bit of a chokehold this year. It was sort of weird that Midnight Sun by Zoidland came up in this list because literally the song is only two minutes and there's just no way that I listen to that song so many times that it just popped up on my top five. That's that's kind of weird. I don't know Spotify because I can tell you there are some other songs that could be totally replaced, um, you know, that could totally replace Midnight Sun. I did enjoy it and I do wish there was like a longer version of this particular song or that somebody would kind of rap over the beat, but I just don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. I want to step away from the music for just a bit with my top podcast results. I really just want to save the best for last in this case. According to my Spotify wrapped, I listened to over 27,000 minutes of podcasts this year with Tea Time Unfiltered with Lovely Tea at nearly 9,000 minutes worth of listening time. Tea Time Unfiltered was my top podcast last year, and I've just been listening to Lovely Tea for years now. I'm very proud of all she's been doing with her career, especially with her collaboration efforts with Spotify. She's the type of YouTuber slash podcaster that you can trust to give honest and well-researched information, whether that be pop culture, economics, or politics. She's such a wonderful, funny lady, and she keeps it 100 every time. She stands in her shit, and I just love her for that. She's worth a listen, so please check her out on YouTube or Spotify. At number two was Unsolved Murders, True Crime Stories, presented by Parcast. Number Number three was The Read. Number four was Serial Killers, and number five was Dictators. The last two also being presented by Parcast. <laughs> listen, 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 come, come, come close, come close to, you know, your TV, your phone, your radio, whatever you're listening to this podcast on. Let me, let me, let me straighten it out for you, okay? <laughs> I've always been a huge fan of true crime and mysteries. Since I was a kid, I used to read detective novels. I watched way too much Law and Order and Bones in my teen years. And now as an adult, I listen to true crime podcasts. And yes, I eat edamame and a glass of wine with that. For me, it's just one of those things that I always found interesting and exciting as far as storytelling goes, like fictional novels and TV shows, so forth. But with true crime, it's more to learn how the human psyche works when it's at its extreme. Uh, psychology, sociology, medicine, it just kind of all plays into that. And I sort of just use it as teachable moments, such as, you know, how to keep myself safe or just looking out for red flags and other people. Now, as far as the Dictators podcast go, I'm always joking with people that I'm going to lead an army of short people and take over the world and make tall people do my bidding. I have put my plans to the side for now because I have a podcast to run, but do know that the impending takeover will return when I'm done, okay? <laughs> now, The Read is a podcast 
that I only just recently started listening to, but I do enjoy the content that the hosts Kid Fury and Crystal put together. I find their banters endearing and hilarious as they read the filth off of celebrities and political figures. They never shy away from tough topics involving black people in the LGBTQA plus community, and I just really enjoy their segment where they read fan letters and give advice. So just check them out if you're wanting something that feels a little more natural and just kind of off the cuff unscripted you name it like these are definitely the two people that you want to check out now for the moment of truth yes I'm talking about my top artists for the year 2022 according to my Spotify wrapped <laughs> I have listened to nearly 2,000 artists with UK jazz artist multi-instrumentalist and composer Imogene Thackeray as my number one artist this year so congratulations Imogene Thackeray <laughs> well congratulations me because uh, this woman just gifted the entire world with just artistry over the last year or so so thank you so much Imogene Thackeray anyways I was listening to her for about 255 minutes which puts me at the top five percent of her excuse me top 0.5% of her listeners and Mercury from her album Yellow had its foot on my neck this year. I am not at all surprised by that because I find this woman incredible. Her album Yellow was on repeat this year which is which I will eventually review someday. Her song Mercury inspired one of my art pieces that I did this year called Mercury as well. I posted that piece on Instagram and I tagged her in it, not even thinking that she'll actually respond because, you know, people tag people all the time. Don't mean to actually respond to it. But, you know, it's like the lottery. You play and you see what happens. And lo and behold, she liked the piece. And I about died that day. I posted it on my Facebook like, y'all couldn't tell me that I was not the shit that day. To have someone you admire to appreciate the work you put out there is a wonderful feeling. And it just motivated me to continue my various creative endeavors. So thank you again, Imogene, for making my year amazing and just composing inspiring music. And I just cannot wait for your future projects if you ever to end up listening to my podcast I <laughs> that would be cool but who knows so I'm um, just looking forward to your future projects and you know hey enjoy life ma'am enjoy life so at number two bad bad not good number three was Kate Tronada number four was Tia Corinne and number five is Flo Millie in comparison to the previous years, I'm truly happy with the amount of female artists that made it into my top five this year. It was a goal of mine to listen to more female artists, DJs, and producers because I felt that I didn't listen to them enough, especially with female rappers. They don't get enough love. And in jazz, I feel like it's less so, but that's just in my opinion. Bad Bad Not Good has become a new favorite of mine. They are an incredible band. I would even say that they are invited to the cookout. In fact, they're invited every year to my cookout if I ever were to hold one. <laughs> and if I did ever hold one, somebody else is working the grill because don't trust me on the grill. I will fuck your shit up. Okay, just saying. <laughs> Their album Talk Memory was also just a repeater along with their collab album Sour Soul with Ghostface Killer of the Wu-Tang Clan. Both albums just kind of stayed in constant rotation. So thank you, Bad Bad Not Good for making my year, you know, 
not bad at all. <laughs> uh, so Katranada has been a favorite of mine for years now, so I'm not really surprised he was in my top five. He's honestly just an incredible DJ, and I'm honestly just waiting for his next project to come out because Bubba was a hit. Tia Corinne and Flo Millie made my summer hotter than hot. Both of their projects from this year were really great. I highly recommend them both. They just made me feel like the baddest bitch in any room that I stepped in. And if you're just looking for something different in hip hop, I suggest you give them a lesson. And um, Flo Millie um, is also my girl crush. So there's that. And, you know, if you're just so happen to be listening to this Flo Millie, I just want to let you know that I will totally buy you two drinks at the club because I just love you so much. <laughs> and that's on some non-creepy shit. Okay, girl? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Lord, have mercy. Help me. With that being said, this is going to wrap up my Spotify rap for 2022. I always wanted to do this. I always wanted to do this. And this year I finally got the chance. There was only two categories that I didn't go into because I just didn't feel like they were worth covering, such as listening personality and my audio day, which is more so a vibe thing. And I just didn't too much care for those categories. I wish they would have just left those out and maybe replaced it with something else like top countries that you listen to, which they did do one year or just like a prediction of your music taste for the next year based on your zodiac sign or some other some other thing like that you know other than that spotify did a great job this year and every year and i'm just looking forward to the next one thank you all for joining me this week for that's my jam podcast remember you can email the podcast at that's my jam 203 at gmail.com and stream new episodes on spotify anchor fm and apple Podcasts. I'm your host, Tammy, saying, oh, look, it's a snapping turtle. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>